Hello, this is Cosette's Randy Earl with another question from Chris uh, and the ongoing series of, of questions and answers. Um, I received these in print, so I have them very precisely worded here exactly as he sent them. So I will just read the, the two questions. The first one is, is it true that the more a teacher learns, the more a student knows? Which is, I find to be rather curious wording. I would have expected it to be the other way around, that the more a teacher knows, the more a student learns, since it kind of by definition of the student-teacher relationship, the student should be learning and the teacher would be knowing. But that is the way I received it. The more a teacher learns, the more a student knows. Is that the case? So I'll kind of answer both perspectives there. And the second question is, does one adapt to seek answers when someone else other than the teacher provides an answer? Meaning, does one gravitate to the other teachings and abandon the teacher and his teachings? Meaning the original teacher. Or does one learn how to adapt and find value in the teacher that he has before him? Um, that's also a very valid question, so I will address that. Um, to go back to the first one, well, uh, the way he's got it worded, the, 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 the more a teacher learns, the more a student knows as the hypothesis. I could see what he means perhaps and from the Zen perspective in that um, the more accomplished a teacher is or the more that, that a teacher has learned, the more he recognizes the inherent Buddha nature in, in everyone, the, which would be sort of, so to speak, what the student already knows. They just don't realize that they know it. Uh, this, this ties in very well with the Buddhist perspective that um, everyone inherently has the Buddha nature and only has to see it for themselves. However, I'm kind of stretching to try and make that case work because any qualified teacher would, would really already know that, and that's pretty much a digital yes or no, black or white thing. Either you know it or you don't, and there really isn't an issue of, of learning that aspect more or not. So, to go to the way I would have expected to hear the question, the reverse would have been, the more a teacher knows, the more a student learns. However, I, I even wording it like that, that in the way I would have expected it. I would not say that this is true. Um, there's not a a one-to-one -one relationship uh, because it's not, in Zen, it's not a case of accumulating facts and, and arcane knowledge and, and theories or, or algorithms or uh, not not in the traditional sense of learning a craft or a trade or a profession or something like that, some body of knowledge that's a, a, a volume of, of things you have to learn. In Zen, it's kind of the other way around. Um, we say that we're basically removing a lot of obstructions, a lot of abstractions, a lot of delusions, a lot of illusions, um, what we're trying to realize is something very, very simple, our, our true nature, uh, the nature of existence, and we're trying to remove all the, uh, much of it, knowledge, opinions, 
uh, attachments to views, all those kinds of things that get in the way. So um, you could say that the more learned a teacher is, or the more experienced a teacher, the more gifted a teacher, um, is the one who is most practiced at using what in Zen or Buddhism we call skillful means to bring the student to the realization of their own Buddha nature. Um, so what that would mean is that the more skillful the teacher, actually the less extraneous material the student will learn, uh, the more quickly they would be brought to awakening because the teacher would know how to take them to that essential point without a lot of diversions through arcane knowledge. So I hope that addresses the, the first question. Um, the second question, just to restate it, uh, does one adapt to seek answers when someone else other than the teacher provides an answer? Meaning, does one gravitate to the other teachings and abandon the teacher and his teachings? Or does one learn how to adapt and find value in the teacher that he has before him? Um, this answer depends quite a bit upon the individual, but there are a couple of important aspects to that, and it's very important in, in today's culture as it has always been. Um, to some extent, one must always evaluate their teacher uh, in terms of choosing a teacher, in terms of evaluating the effectiveness of their relationship you know, at ongoing stages, and in sometimes maybe it's time to move on from one teacher to another. Uh, there are guidelines within the the historical uh, texts and, and uh, um, uh, sutras about how to recognize a good teacher, a valid teacher, how to select a teacher. Um, and there there is a history of going from one teacher to another. Um, in the Zen tradition, we talk about having three teachers uh, at various stages in your practice and your development that that can be a very healthy thing. So, of course, that requires an evaluation of, of where you are in your practice and, and um, the effectiveness of the student-teacher relationship. And that's not to say that the teacher is uh, ineffectual or, or really good or, or some kind of evaluation like that, but in terms of being a match at this time, this place, for this person, with this, we all have different personalities and styles and just like we all know children, different children learn different ways. Some are visual, some are, are auditory, some, you know, learn with their hands. So it's the same in this kind of relationship. So that said, we also have to keep in mind that by definition, if, if somebody wants to be a student and they're looking to find a teacher, they are taking as an article of faith that the teacher has some understanding, some knowledge that that the person who is seeking that does not have and they have to take it on faith that if this person is recognized as a teacher that they have someone to or they have something to to provide to the seeker um, and so if that is the case if there is a reason to approach the teacher for learning then there should be some level of trust that the teacher has that knowledge or that understanding to impart and that the student is not necessarily going to understand that in the beginning. Um, otherwise, there would be no reason for the student-teacher relationship. So they have to provide, uh, uh, proceed on a basis of faith for a little while. Um, on the other hand, 
at some point one must evaluate whether the relationship is providing effective, uh, proving effective or not. But only after enough time and, and a good solid effort on both sides has been made. So, um, and the, the, I guess one of the best examples, the historical example in the Zen tradition is that Master Dogen did that. He undertook quite a long and dangerous journey to find his true teacher and uh, to, to the betterment of the entire Soto tradition um, because he felt that he wasn't learning the true Dharma from his, his first teachers. Um, now, he was a very, very serious student. He, he really was seeking something beyond what he currently understood, and he was looking for that. Um, he did not do what I want to mention next, which seems to be a particular issue in our society uh, today in modern America. We have a culture of, you know, the customer is always right, where students pay to go to the university to learn from teachers yet at the same time evaluate those teachers, can grade those teachers on how good a job they do, and if they don't like it, they can go somewhere else. Um, and that leads to a phenomena sometimes, not in all cases, but sometimes which I would call or you might call teacher shopping. And what can be, that can be valid, finding a, a teacher that's the right fit, that, that fits you know, the student's personality and their style of learning, can be a very valid thing. Um, but it can also be abused, um, and that's what I mean when I say teacher shopping, where basically they're looking for a teacher who will validate them, will tell them how smart they are and that they're right. And in that case, they're not really the, the, the student is not really looking to learn something. They're not looking to be challenged. They're not looking to, to do something that's going to fundamentally change them. So, and in order to avoid that we have to go back to the, the point of faith that a student has to be willing to be challenged to accept those challenges as legitimate and take those opportunities to look deeply into themselves and be willing to not like what they see because only then can true transformation occur which is the whole point to Zen practice or Buddhist practice if you're not looking for transformation then that's not, that's not Buddhist practice so, uh, to summarize um, those two questions, to go back to question one, I would say the answer is the opposite. The more a teacher knows or understands, the less the student has, has to learn. They just can, can focus on the key realization and nothing extra. For the second question, I would say that a student should strive to adapt themselves to study one way, with one teacher, for long enough to really understand that teacher's approach. Uh, the smorgasbord approach, uh, taking a little bit from here and there, from this tradition and that teacher, is very common in America, where we can go to the bookstore and get books and 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 you know uh, videos and CDs and DVDs and go to YouTube or whatever and pick from all kinds of different traditions, um, and that can be wonderful to be exposed to those, but to start picking little bits from here and there uh, doesn't really challenge oneself because one tends to cherry pick the things they agree with and not the things they don't agree with and um, 
to summarize that, since I'm, you know, uh, talking to a Christian audience here, um, I will give a quote from, I'll close, summarize with a quote from St. Augustine, who said, If you believe what you like in the Gospels and reject what you don't like, it is not the Gospel you believe, but yourself. And I think that that summarizes this point nicely. And that's a, a good note to end on. So I will end with that. Thank you for your question and for your time.